So this time of the year, I typically evaluate the business. I evaluate the certain roles I play with myself, you know, as a, as a father, as a, as a friend, I'm a family member, as, as just an individual. I would recommend that you all do the same. You know, evaluate 22 for yourself right now. Because what you're gonna do next week, when we start looking at the end of the year, or the new year, we start thinking about what we wanna do for 23. You kind of set your expectations for 23. But if you try to do it all at once, you don't do it in stages, you'll get overwhelmed, and you won't accomplish anything in that thought process. So I separate it for that reason. I spend December evaluating the last 11 months and my interaction with those 11 months and the people during those 11 months and then what I did good and bad and how I got, kind of go and grow from it, right? So let's talk about emotion. Emotion's a, a tool for us, but it's a character trait as well. You know, people say, oh, he's a very emotional guy. Uh, what, is it, what exactly does that mean? Uh, we're all emotional, but a lot of us are raised to hide our emotion or not show. We're raised not to cry. It, you know, crying is a sign of weakness. Well, I don't agree with that. I think crying is just pain leaving the body. You know, that's why it's called a good cry. You get a good cry, you feel better. I do good cries a lot. I don't mind them. But when you think about what exactly is emotion, I've told you guys before, our imagination is the greatest weapon we have and it's never gonna stop. It's like breathing. You're never gonna stop your imagination. You're always gonna think about what was, what could be, what wasn't, what is. Your imagination is gonna be that for you. Well, your emotion, it's fuel to your imagination. It feeds that imagination. So depending on how emotional you are about a circumstance, you'll think a certain way because of that emotion. You'll imagine things are a certain way because of that emotion. Now, when your emotion is extreme, like if you're happy, your emotion is gonna feed your imagination. Something's good is gonna happen. You put that out in the universe, you manifest it, and it really happens. That's not bad. But if you're over happy, if you're over, you're extreme, and you think you could jump across that road to the bridge and you try, because you're overhyped, you jump. You made a decision because you're hyper-emotional. You jump and squat, splat, you hit the bottom. You didn't make the jump. You didn't make the distance. You hurt yourself. I've had this, this last month of thinking, and, and I can tell you guys, for me, it's been the most reflective month I've ever had in my life. I've been in a weird space in my own head really owning my mistakes. And as I own my mistakes, I look at myself and go, bro, you suck. You know, how do you make these massive mistakes and, and not realize what you're doing before you do it? The answer is easy. My emotion was in the way, fear, anger, self-loathing, all those emotions got in the way. They got into my imagination and then I was feeling certain ways that would manifest into the game I was trying to play at business. I'm going, whoa, this is not okay. I would challenge each of you to take a look at your emotion and really ask yourself, do you control your emotion or does it control you? Because most of us, we don't control our emotion. When it comes to our emotion, what's the key? Let Be aware of it. Let it have influence, but not control. If you're not aware of your emotion, it won't have influence, it'll have control. If you're not aware that your emotion is driving your decisions, it's gonna blow up in your face. You're playing with a stick of dynamite. For example, when we go out and we hang out with somebody, Ray asked me to go out a couple weeks ago and I went out. Did I go out because I wanted to be with Ray or did I go out because I didn't want to be alone? That's an emotional question you gotta ask yourself. Am I in a situation because I want to be alone? I don't want to be alone or am I in a situation because I want to be with that person? Am I at a job because I don't want to be unemployed? Or am I at a job because I love being there and what we get to do? 
That's a real question. You should ask yourself that. By the way, I'm not trying to answer it for you. I'm telling you, you got to ask yourself that. Because I'm asking myself that. Am I at Renaissance because I just want to make sure I have income? Or am I at Renaissance because I want to have impact on the world? What is it, Ted? What do you want to do? That's a real question. How many of you actually asked yourself that question, gave yourself an honest answer? And then whatever the answer is, you did something different based on it. If you gave yourself an honest answer, you'd say, all right, I'm going to give 100% to what I'm doing. So if I'm in a relationship because I want to be in it, then you give 100%. If you're not giving 100%, I could I can interpret for me that that's just because I don't want to be alone. That's why I'm in it. I'm not in it because I'm in it. Because if you're really into something, you give it 100%. That's how I know I'm in Renaissance because I love it. Because I give 100%. I mean, it's not even an issue for me. When I see people not giving 100%, I'm interpreting the commitment level. I talk about commitment in CAT, structure. It's one of my values is commitment, right? It's there. So I go, you're not committed. You're, you really shouldn't even be there. It's, what are you doing? You need to find something else that excites you, that you are emotional about. Why? Because you'll do better. Typically, if we're emotional, like we're happy about something, or you're over happy, you'll try more. You'll try to jump across the ravine even though you shouldn't, because you're gonna splat yourself on the ground when you're done. But if you're just happy, you'll do your best, right? So we're playing games this week. People are trying to do their best because they're having fun. They were liking it. When you have fun, you know, you, we were playing Jenga. You saw people crawling around and really trying to think it through. And I only put a time limit because I wanted everyone to go fast, you know, and I purposely lost so you guys could all win because I'm the master of Jenga. Well, you did lose. I did. Then you lost for me? Yeah, I lost for you because I did it twice because we should lose. It's the way to go. <laughs> I knew we would win the intelligence game, and we did. Um, no, but when people are having fun, you could tell based on how they're acting or behaving. It's obvious. When people aren't having fun or enjoying what they're doing, it's obvious. You know it. Like, you know, you, you see people when they get off the phone with a dealer that's been mean to them. I don't even, even tell me the dealer was mean. I know. I'm looking at them going, that wasn't a good call. So what do we do when you got to go talk to somebody that's mad? And you go, you I need to talk to you. They snap on you. What do you generally do? you snap back. Why? Because you're giving your emotion complete control over you in that moment. Instead of saying, hey, are you okay? What's, what's going on? I know everybody here. There's nobody that typically would snap at me. If someone snaps, something's going on in that person's head. There's some emotion going on that's got control over them and I don't know what it is. So if I don't know, I can either put fuel on the fire, make it worse, or break out a bucket of water and go, hey, you okay? What's going on? You need someone to talk to? What's, what's happening? We all could do that. It's not difficult to ask, are you okay? Folks, kindness is free. So you're out there buying stuff for the holidays, kindness costs nothing. My daughter asked me something the other day. I asked her what she wanted for the holidays, what she wanted for Christmas. And she told me some stuff. And she goes, what about you? And I said, I, I don't know, I don't know anything. Right? And the next day, I was talking to you, I think I said, I know what I want. And I texted her in real time, I said, I want time. I want time. Because time, you ain't got to buy it, but you sure spend it. Think about it. It's the one thing we can't buy, but we spend it every single day. And if you think about your time, there's nothing that will use your imagination more than your time. And there's nothing that costs you more. Nothing. Nothing costs you more than time. And the funny part is, time is limited for all of us, and we don't let it have any control over us, and we should. The amount of time you have should control you. Time is not promised. It's the one thing we all have and we don't know how much of it. How much influence you give it over you, right? Um, okay. But guys, favorite last words from most excuse people. Favorite last words. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to.
I'm going to. Think about yourself. When there's something you want to do, I'm going to. I'm going to. Why do people say I'm going to? Because they think time is unlimited. I'll eventually get to it. So that emotion with your awareness and, and your influence is going to mislead you down the wrong path. Because I know at Renaissance, I don't want to say we're going to be this. We have to do it now. Because I don't know it's going to change tomorrow. So right now for, for what I want to do as I, as I go the rest of the year, the next week is to say to myself, looking backwards, where did you make emotional decisions that you didn't have awareness of what was happening while it happened? Where was that at for you? Because it happens a lot to all of us. It, even though I'm still aware of it, when the emotion becomes so overwhelming, logic is gone no matter who you are. Logic is out the window, it doesn't matter. And that's what I wanna make sure that we all focus on for Renaissance, to make sure that we're giving our emotion the proper awareness and the proper influence, not control over us. I think it's very important to all of us, not just here at Renaissance. I think it's really, it's a, it's a massive, massive, massive undertaking to try to control your emotion more than it controls you. It's a massive undertaking. It's not easy. The best minds in the world can't do it 100% of the time. So you won't be able to either. But if you have most control, you'll mitigate the damages at a much smaller scale than what it could be if you did have no control over none of it.